Hello, this is T.D. Flinnaw, and welcome to the first episode of the Falling for Learning podcast. This podcast has been established for parents to make sure that their children have the skills and tools that they need to be on track for learning and on track for success. This is very important given our current day and time. This is July 1st, 2023, just a couple of days after the Supreme Court has ruled to abolish or ban any racial preferences when it comes to admissions for colleges. Now, of course, We know this was specifically for affirmative action. Have they suspended legacy admissions? Yeah, not that we know of so far, right? Which obviously was race-based because if black people weren't admitted to these colleges at one point, then that means you couldn't be black and be a legacy person. So that was a race-based one. Now things are starting to change because there have been different generations that have attended that college and they're able to be admitted. But moving on from that, what's really paramount about this podcast is that we know that there is what people call a gap in learning for students of color. Black people in particular have uh, their children and students have very low academic achievement overall, right? We do have some standout examples, but when we think about the average or the bulk of African-Americans and their test scores, their proficiency in reading and writing and math, it is very low. Of course, we know that in education, people have begun to change that narrative and make it more about the opportunity gap, the lack of opportunity that Black kids get or kids that are of color um, who historically are attending low-performing schools, schools where historically they failed the parents, they failed the grandparents, they have um, disenfranchised the community in different ways, and the school has staff that does not have a high level of expectation for students. And as a result, we have this opportunity gap. So very important for us to think about how we can make sure that our students are not at a disadvantage, but instead we are putting them in the position that they are advantaged that they get a upper hand in learning and upper hand towards success. And so I really challenge parents to dig in, 
to really find out what your child needs to be successful in college and career and business to make sure that your child is not a victim of racism in the way that they are they don't have the skills that they need. So we know that African American students of color uh, really have the same intellectual abilities that any other race does. But we know that there is an opportunity gap, that they don't have the skills, that sometimes the parents do not have the time, that they don't have the knowledge that they need to make sure that students succeed. But we are in an information age. So this podcast is here to make sure that you have what you need. I could point you in the right direction. I could talk to you about what you need to make sure that that opportunity gap is closed. So that's why we're here. And we're going to dig in to a couple of things that you could do right away to make sure that your child is advantaged instead of disadvantaged when it comes to learning and being on success. First of all, what does your child need? They need critical thinking. They need to make sure that they know how to think, reason, and really be able to problem solve. Instead of shying away from problems and challenges, they need to be able to embrace that. And they need to be able to think about how to solve problems in unique ways and in different ways. They need to be able to write well. I know that there's chat GPT out there and some people are saying, oh, get on chat GPT. We don't even know how to write it. We don't even need to write anymore. But I do tell you that there are tests out there that students need to take in high school, advanced placement exams, different exams that they are with a paper and a pencil and their brain. That is what they have to write with. And and let me take that back. It's not always a pencil. Sometimes it's a pen. You have a pen that you're required to write with and sit and write and come off of your knowledge, what you remember, your reasoning, your thought processes that you have learned and internalized to prove what you know. So it's very important that we Understand that professionals may be in the position right now to use ChatGPT, but a lot of those professionals know how to write already. ChatGPT speeds up their process. They don't take away their opportunity to learn how to write well. So that's a key difference that we really need to understand. Our kids still need to know how to write. People are going to expect them to know what good writing is and how to do it. Now, we may be able to use ChatGPT to speed up processes, but if you don't even know what good writing is, then, or you don't have the basic information that is needed, then you don't know if ChatGPT is giving you the correct information or how to change up the information to give it that competitive advantage that you need in the marketplace. So we still need to write well, be able to write well. So I just really wanna stress that. Let's not try to get caught up. We also need to make sure our children know how to read well. 
So reading, I don't care if you want to be a computer scientist, a mathematician, a astronomer, a writer, a journalist, you name it, you're going to need to know how to read. So it is imperative that you make sure your child is on grade level for reading and that they continue to progress. Every grade level requires more than the next grade level. So being on, on grade level at third grade, we can't rest in our laurels and think that we are on target. It is only for a season that you need to be reading at third grade level, then you need to be reading at fourth grade level, fifth grade level, and so on and so forth. So very important. We need to make sure that our child, our children could do math well. And this I'm really stressing because across the nation, there is a crisis where African-American students, it is really hard um, for them to achieve. And I don't want to say it's hard for them to achieve. The learning isn't getting to them. It's not translating to them. Either the teachers aren't giving it to them or, you know, maybe other other factors are in place. Sometimes when students are traumatized or dealing with other issues, they're not really able to internalize learning. But whatever it is, there's a crisis with math. There's a crisis across education, but math, it's particularly critical that our students are not getting what they need when it comes to math. So dial in parents, right? And like people say, break yourself. Meaning if you need to pay, to get a tutor to make sure your child gets their math, then pay. Pay for it. Make sure they get that tutor. Make sure they're on track. Because you may not know how to do it. And that's okay. Maybe you knew how to do it once upon a time. You don't do it anymore. Your child needs to be in certain math classes as they progress. And a lot of times we see students graduating with very low level math classes. And then they go to college and they struggle through college, or they figure out, guess what, I cannot be a doctor. I cannot be fill in the blank because I cannot pass those math classes. And so we are really holding our children back when we are not honing in on these issues early on and building them up every level of the way. And like I said, investing in the future by spending that money for that math tutor when it's needed. It is necessary. And a lot of times we are just overlooking it. Oh, they're doing okay. And okay is not going to cut it. It's not cutting it. Not that it's not going to cut it. It is not cutting it. It is not working. They're not passing these tests. And they are not graduating from colleges in the way that they need to be. They're not being able to enter certain professions in the way that we need them. Right, We have a crisis in the African-American community when it comes to women and giving birth. Um, you know, we still have maternal death happening with superstars. I mean, it is a tragedy. We need black doctors. But we're, if the black doctors, if those black children don't know that math, they can't become a doctor. So you got to make sure your child has what they need. We've got to be on top of it, parents. The last one that I'm going to talk about, about what your children need, is they need to be articulate. They need to be able to speak to multiple audiences. So they need to be cool enough to kick it, 
and comfortable enough to speak the language of the discipline, whatever that discipline might be. So they need to be able to speak in a professional manner, um, be able to articulate and explain their thinking. They need to be able to know those high-level vocabulary words and use them in context, use them correctly, and to be a part of the conversation. It's one thing to have a seat at the table, but we have a seat at the table and we don't say anything, then we might as well not be there. We're just witnessing the same things that are happening and those decisions that are being made that are discriminating um, against African-American people or people of color. And it's really important. We need to make sure our children are articulate. So now that I'll just really quickly recap, we need to make sure our children have that critical thinking. We need them to embrace challenges. And that's how they do it with critical thinking and helping them to use the critical thinking to embrace those challenges. Uh, we need to make sure that they write well, that they read well, that they have high level math skills, that they are passing those high level math courses, that they are able to articulate to multiple audiences. So how do we get there? Let's just start with really basic parts. And that one basic part I want to talk to you today about is making sure that there is a culture of learning going on in your home. They're at school. They're required to go to school. And we do have a high number of African-American parents that are switching over to homeschooling. And so I'm going to talk to you all about that as well. Uh, so again, it doesn't matter if your child, your child is homeschooled or they're um, in a public school or a private school. They need all of those things. And they need to make sure um, that they have those skills, right? Some of us are sending them to school, hoping and praying that they get those skills. And we're not even checking in to see that those skills are actually being delivered to our children. Because let me tell you, our kids can fail in a private school as well. They can fail in homeschool as well. They can fail in a public school. We've got to do our part, parents, to make sure our children have what they need. It's not just on the teacher. We can't just blame the teacher. Because guess what? We're the first parents, and we are the constant parents. And some of us out there are still talking about that second grade teacher, and our child is in seventh grade. That second grade teacher could be dead by now. Your child's still alive and still needs what they need. And guess who's been there the whole time? You were there second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh. Whose fault is it now, five years later? It is your fault if you don't get on the dime and make sure your child has what they need. So let me back it up. I don't want to go <laughs> heavy with you, but I really want to make sure there's the urgency there. When we have people trying to disenfranchise us, people who are trying to hold us back, we got to make sure that we are empowering ourselves to make sure that no one is holding us back and to make sure that we have our own avenues of success and not relying on someone else to give it to us. And so that is why I have this podcast. I'm passionate about it. I'm about that business. And if you follow me, I'm going to help you to make sure that you get there and your child gets there. All right. So how do we do this? How do we make sure our children stay on track for learning? Number one, with that culture of learning, 
Let me give you the how, right? A little preach that you a little bit, but I'm going to give you the how. So number one, you need to make sure that you're not making learning a punishment. Instead, we are making learning a regular part of our lives. So how do we do that? That means that when we are cooking, our kids are reading the recipe with us. Pull up a recipe on Google that's similar if you don't have a written down recipe, but get that reading in. We know you're busy parents. You might have two and three jobs. We know that you're busy, but how do we fit in the learning and how do we make sure there's that culture of learning? When they're in the back seat of the car and you were driving, is there a book back there with them? Are you guys have something on um, uh, the radio or that you're streaming something that's educational that you could sing along to? The multiplication tables, the ABCs, depending on your child's level, are you doing or you have something going on with your child to make sure that they're constantly learning? Are we reading the signs on the freeway? What are we doing to make sure that our child is constantly learning and it's a normal part of life? We don't want there to be a big chasm be- between learning at home and then learning at school. Like learning something we do at school and at home we do all these other things. They need to be very similar, not in the terms of, you know, you know, sitting down and in the books, but we are using those reading, those writing, those math skills at home in the different activities that we're doing. Timing ourselves. How much time do we have left? You know, doing the math for different uh, activities. Um, helping them to do mental math at the store when something, uh, an item is 20% off. How do we calculate that? Helping them do that. Um, helping them to navigate the world with critical thinking, helping them to think through uh, how you thought through your own problems or issues that you have to solve because they need those skills as they navigate the world. So I really just wanted to stress that with you all. I hope that you continue to follow us. That's just our first episode. Um, It was heavy because there's a lot of heavy things going on around the world, but we can't just sit back and let the world happen to us and our kids. We have to make sure that we get them prepared and that we give them all the skills that they need to be successful, that no one can deny your child has the skills that they need. And there's plenty of universities for our children to go out there, um, go to out there and attend. I went to a historically black college uh, for undergrad, Clark Atlanta University. I was on academic scholarship, so I didn't have to worry about student loans like some people. And so that's just one advance. That's one place to go. Uh, but, you know, your child will have the skills that they need if you focus on it and if you make sure that you are equipped with the knowledge and the information that you need. And of course, listening to our podcast, 
falling in love with learning is one way. Now, it was just me on here talking today, but I'm going to have professionals in all of those different areas that I was talking to you about, the critical thinking, the writing, the reading, the math, and even the articulation, right? That public speaking, that being able to navigate all of those different audiences in a professional and academic way. We will have people here to talk to you about that. You could always answer questions, ask questions, because I'll be ready to answer those questions. Um, follow us at Falling for Learning um, at um, on Instagram. That's Falling the Number Four Learning, and of course on Facebook as well. We have Falling for Learning, and um, our website Falling for Learning. Falling, sorry. Our, our uh, website is fallinginlovewithlearning.com. So that that's, gives you the competitive advantage. When kids love to read and write and do math and all of that, you can't stop them. And you don't have to make them. And we're, we'll talk about how to help them fall in love with learning throughout our time together. This podcast is for the culture. It's for the generations. It's for... All of the things that we need, a one-stop shop for making sure your child is on track for learning and on track for success and to make sure that you know how to get them there. Thank you. See you next week.